Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Buddy's Big Show served up hot and fresh here on The Fan. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and you as we broadcast live from the G. Wagner Plumbing Studios here on The Fan. Joining us now, the former Detroit Lions offensive lineman, analyst on the Detroit Lions radio network. Follow him on Twitter at LomasBrown75. He is the aforementioned Lomas Brown. How you doing, Lomas? I'm doing great. How you guys doing tonight? We're doing all right. Uh, looking at uh, clinching a playoff spot, clinching the NFC North possibly this weekend. Looking forward to that. But I had asked Gary and Leroy earlier, and neither one of them have really been a part of it before. As far as like how the team and the players kind of react to when a head coach is fired, but the interim coach is the guy from the very same staff that the head coach is the head coach of, so how much of a difference can you really be expected when you're a player in that situation in that locker room? Well, you know what? Real quick, Steve, let, let me take let me take Lomas back to Daryl Rogers and Wayne Fonts. Uh oh. Uh oh. You're right. We did. We went through it. You're right. I I came in with Daryl Rogers in 1985, and Wayne took over. I think it was 88, um, 89. He took over. And it was just a different feel. It, it was just a different voice. It was different leadership in there. Uh, we did things a little differently than um, Daryl had did it. So it was a change in routine. Uh, Wayne was more of a player's coach. He, you know, he understood you more. You felt like you could talk to Wayne a lot more than yep. you could uh, with a Daryl Rogers. So, Everything changed when that happened. Uh, so it could go towards the good or the bad. For us, it went towards the good with Wayne Fonts and the first game of the season for uh, Coach Daryl Belbury. It went well for them coming back to beat Chicago. Hey, uh, that was pretty good, Gary. Uh, Loma, this is Leroy Butler. I want to get into Matthew Stafford. Now, these guys put up 34 points on Chicago in Chicago, threw for over 400 yards. Without Kenny Galladay, now he used uh, Marvin Jones Jr. So I wonder how the play calling, in your opinion, how would it change? You know, because Daryl's been calling the plays all year anyway, but how do you think the offense will change? Well, homeboy, it's good talking to you. You know that. You already know that. But, yeah, man, it's it's just like, you know, with Coach Belville being the head guy now, you know, it kind of take the probably seemed like he kind of took the restraints off of 
Matthew, I, I just don't know. You know, looking from the outside in, I don't know how Coach Patricia had Coach Bevel running the offense, but I know oh, we didn't point. have hardly any 20-plus uh, plays. We didn't have any shots downfield. Yeah, we have been missing Kenny Galladay all year long, but you still got receivers, Marvin Jones. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we had receivers that could stretch the field, but we never did that. And I just think it was just the consistency. They were just trying to build a run game, get some consistency in the run game. Then they know they could build other things off of the run game, like the play-action pass, which is what mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford does good at. So I just think it was just getting that run game going while Coach Patricia was here. But, hey, man, Coach Belva looking at it, look, I got five games. I might as well just let it hang, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, Gary, and, I have a, a follow-up. How does follow up, I apologize, Gary. How does no, Everson ahead. Griffin, who got a sack <laughs> last week, how does that impact the defense? Because you know they're going to play Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. you got to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they're going to have to get a lot of pressure on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, <laughs> you, you know what they're going to have to do is going to have to be that contained pressure, too. Man, because you know Aaron, man, he's so cool with it back there, man. He just seems like he's always under control. He always seems like he breaks out to the left or to the right. You know, he steps up in the pocket when he has to, but he seems like he likes to get outside where he can get more, you know, more vision of the field and kind of direct those guys when they're telling them to go downfield. So, mm-hmm. to me, man, they're going to have to rush him, but you're going to have to rush him to keep him in the pocket. You can't rush Aaron to let him get outside the pocket because, man, I've been watching on film, and I do say that's the new three uh, triplets right there. You know, with him, Jones, and uh, Adams, that's the mm-hmm. new triplets. I don't think it's a better uh, tr- trio playing better or a better trio in the NFL than what y'all got there in Green Bay. I want to get back to Bevel real quick because I watched that Lions-Bears game, and I saw the guys on the sideline. I mean, they were just totally into the game. And I think that's one of the telltale signs when you got guys, defense rooting for the offense, offense rooting for the defense. Yep. And it just felt like they were never really out of it. I just didn't notice much of that under Patricia where it, it felt like the guys really weren't playing for him. Yeah, they what they what they did was they had too many peaks and valleys. That's what was going on. When something bad went on, they just really let it affect them and then the rest of the game. You could just see bad thing after bad thing just follow. Or if they make big plays, you know, we couldn't sustain it. Look at all the uh, games that we had where teams came from behind and beat the Lions. You know, so we have these big plays, and then, like I say, it was just too many highs and lows. And you know, you got to be you got to be pretty much steady in this game because you're gonna have highs and lows in this game. But I just think it was too much like a roller coaster with the Lions, man. When it was low, it was low, and when it was high, it was high. And a lot of times, you know, it's hard to maintain that high. And again, in games. You will find teams that can come from behind on you that stay steady. And I think that's the thing that you're seeing. Yeah, these guys are coming out enthusiastic from the start, 
and they're trying to maintain that. They don't seem like they get too low. When bad things happen against Chicago, they seem to have responded and bounced back from it. You will see a lot of heads dropping, or like you say, you will see the sideline go quiet. So that's a good thing that I've noticed also that they've done under uh, Coach Belfort. Talking with Lomas Brown, the former Detroit Lions uh, offensive lineman, uh, and of course uh, now a radio analyst for the Detroit Lions. Let's talk about the the that that organization in general right now. I mean, you've been a part of it uh, and have followed it obviously for a long time. From your point of view, are you looking for a certain type of person to come in and kind of run this organization? Meaning. You know, you want them to come from a winning organization or you want to come from a certain coaching tree or whatever the case may be. So I'm going to throw a name at you guys that you all will be familiar with, who I talked to um, was Alonzo Hosmith. Oh, there you go. I think think Zoe is capable of coming in and possibly being a GM here. I really do. I mean, look, he's been in this division for a long time. He's seen what went on from the outside looking at the Detroit Lions. You know, he kind of knows the culture that goes on him. He's familiar. He still has a lot of people in the league um, that he can call on. You know, so I just think, you know, you have to just look at people. And he's been with a winning organization. So, to me, you know, you look at people like that. I don't know who he might want to bring in. But you got to start with your GM, to me. You got to bring in your GM first before you bring in your coach. So, you know, you bring in type of quality guys like that, and I think, yeah, you'll be close to getting a great quality type of coach if you bring in the right GM. Leroy, yeah, Leroy real quick, I just have point. to point Where this out. Did you, did you see what Lomas did to you? Now, although <laughs> although it's a different school now for different college, but he went right down to the bottom <laughs> on you now. He stayed with his homeboy. You see what he did? He stayed with his homeboy. Stay the Florida. That's right. That's right. That's right. I had to give up the props. And now, so to me, man, again, that HOF, man, I don't understand it. You know, I I just don't understand how they do that. I really don't, bro. You should have been up in there. So I'm just not understanding this thing. But me and Steve Atwater had this conversation, and he got up in there. But, bro, man, I don't know. I just don't understand it, homeboy. Well, I appreciate it. I really do. Uh, I, I want to get back to uh, scoring points because I've been watching a lot of tape of the Chicago game and Lomas, you know, the last time the Packers played them. I, I see two different offenses. I see a team that saw a window when Trubisky fumbled. Normally, Detroit would get that fumble and they'll fumble it right back. But they seem to have what Gary was saying <laughs> They rallied around what was going on, and the moment wasn't too big for them. And I think that's what was the reason why it propelled them to this win. Do you think they can do that? Because last time they were up 14-3, to Lomas, and it it slipped away. Do you think they learned from that from the Chicago game? I'm thinking that, yeah, I think they have. But, again, you know, if, if you look at it, the only way to win is we're going to have to outscore Green Bay. And right. mm-hmm. that's just not going to happen. I just don't see us doing that unless we can limit Aaron Rodgers and those guys' possessions. 
by keeping him on the sideline. And the only way I see that is us being able to run the ball consistently. You know, so I'm just looking at what will have to happen for us to steal possessions away, either that or a big special teams play. It's going to have to be something on special teams. But, again, I just mm-hmm. don't see our defense being able to stop that offense. It's just so prolific. you got so many weapons over there. Man, just the play design. I just look at the play design, all the eye candy that y'all give pre-snap. Man, I don't know how defensive guys do that. I'm glad I was on the offensive side of the ball. <laughs> man, these offenses are just unbelievable this, these days. So I know we made improvement on defense, but I just don't think we made that type of improvement. So it's going to take a penalty. Uh, I'm sorry, a turnover. It's going to take a big play on special teams. It's going to take things like that to keep. I think to keep the Lions in the game on Sunday. He has Lomas Brown, the uh, former Lions uh, offensive lineman, now analyst with the Detroit Lions Radio Network. We had Ben Fennel on uh, earlier in the show, uh, analyst for NFL Network, uh, and he brought up uh, that he's been preaching and wanted to see a change of scenery uh, for Matthew Stafford, and he he broached the idea of Matthew Stafford for Matt Ryan. Uh, in Atlanta and thought it would do both guys uh, well to have that change of scenery. What are your thoughts on Stafford and how he's been in Detroit versus how he may be perceived if he was somewhere else? Well, I I don't think, you know, me looking from the outside in, I wouldn't want that because, again, I'm dealing with a guy that's a statue. You know, Matt, Matt Ryan, I mean, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. want that for Detroit. I would want them to see the go want them to go the opposite way. I would want them to get a quarterback that can threaten you with his legs and his arms for me. You know, and again, I would keep Matthew here. I mean, you know, again, I'm telling you, it's like um, you, you don't know until you don't have him. You know, right now, and That's true. we don't have nobody else. It's nobody else. It's nobody else coming here. They don't have a backup plan. You know, they didn't draft a quarterback here. You know, they're not going to be in position to get a quarterback. So Matthew is here, unless unless um, of course you know Sheila Hampford did say that she's going to let the next head coach make the decision on Matthew Stafford. So unless the next head coach doesn't want him, he's pretty much going to be here. So, you know, again, you know, you're right, how he's perceived here. And and the reason why is because this is years and years and years of frustration. You think about it, one playoff win. When we was back here in 91, that's the only playoff win the Lions have had since the championship days. So you got a lot of starving fans and a lot of people that got a lot of pent-up frustration, you know, from all these years. So that's why I think Matthew just catched the brunner, not just since he's been here. He's catching the brunner, the teams before him, and, you know, everything that happened since those championship years, he Mm -hmm. just catches all that. And I think that's why he's perceived that way here in Detroit. He has Lomas Brown. Lomas, Let me hit it with, go real ahead. quick, Steve. Uh, not only, Lomas, you're right, though. Not only does Leroy uh, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame already, but so do you. I mean, you, if you yes. look at what you've done, mm-hmm. the body of work, 
Pro Bowls that you've been in, Super Bowl winner. I, I, I think no you deserve it just as much as Leroy. And I don't even think you've made the semifinals list yet, have you? No, nah, it's been a long process. But you know what I say? If you think about it, if I talk seriously about it, you know, with linemen, it's just it seems to be different with us. Because think about it, Emmitt only has one off his offensive line. As great as that old line was, yeah. Larry Allen's the only one in there. I think yeah, it's wow. only maybe one hog, maybe two hogs off the great offensive line Washington had. You know, you could just go to some of them. So it just seems to be a way. Tony Baselli, I was talking to him about this. And, you know, it just seems with the offensive linemen, it just takes a while. Or, you know, we don't have those figures other than, you know, longevity and different things like that. So I, I think mm-hmm. for me, but Leroy, man, what he brought, uh, just how he changed the culture in Green Bay. Him and Reggie, just how they changed the culture in Green Bay, what Green Bay was thought about before they got there. Man, just that alone. And, and of course, y'all used to kick our butt all the time, man. So, yeah, bro, I know Leroy should have been up in there a long time ago. It's just they got them writers, them people that don't shouldn't be voting on stuff. That's what That's the problem right there. They got the wrong people voting. Should they be just the the Pro Football Hall of Famers? Do you think those should be the guys that get the votes at the end of the day? Well, it shouldn't be just them, but it should be the majority of them. I mean, yeah. the guys that played the game. Come on, man. You got writers up in there, man. What do they know? Man, I mean, I, I'm not trying to doubt you know, don't right You're never going to get in if you keep talking like this, man. Just stop. You're never going to get in. You got to. Yeah, you'll well, never get you, in this way. You're right. You're, you're right about that. So yeah, we love the writers. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm just trying to help you out. Hey Lomas, thanks so much for coming yeah. on, man. Appreciate Thank it. Hey, y'all take care. You bet Thank you take you, care. Bro. There he is, Lomas Brown. He is awesome. <laughs> Join us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. We'll apply for home renovation loan as you're feeling anxious. Just breathe. I like Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Gary Ellerson, we are going to get some snow possibly, it looks like, tomorrow, which means you are yeah. not golfing in the snow, but you might still be able to golf. Yeah, you can golf indoors, Steve, at the Wisconsin Indoor Golf Center. Guys, outdoor golf season might be ending, but I'm sure it is. But don't put your clubs away just yet. Uh, you can keep your golf swing on at Wisconsin Indoor Golf Center, where they have the latest state-of-the-art high-definition golf simulators of over 100 leading courses like Pebble Beach, Doral, Pinehurst, and others. Get a foursome together for um, safe indoor playing while enjoying your favorite beverage at their new full bar on site. Leagues are also forming right now, guys. And to learn more, visit their website, WisconsinIndoorGolfCenter.com. When it's cold outside, keep your golf swing going inside at Wisconsin Indoor Golf Center. All right, coming up next, uh, these top fives, uh, lists, and everything else. Uh, from time to time throughout the football season, we always go back and see what everybody has. Ross Tucker had his top five list yesterday uh, while I was out. So we'll play back for you what his top five list is. Bleacher Report as the Packers at number two in the NFL behind the Kansas City Chiefs. What would be your top five in the NFL? That comes up next. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12:50 a.m. The fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.